0: Chris Lee and Blaine Gilmer of Southeast 14 here to preview Missouri's road trip to my hometown of Nashville to face Vanderbilt. That game kicks off three central. You can catch it on the ESPN network, Missouri four and zero a win two weeks ago over Kansas state that to date is the SEC's best win so far this year. Uh, I believe at least. And then a follow-up win over a very solid Memphis team with a salty defense. Missouri continues to play defense. Brady Cook has been really good. On the other hand, you have Vanderbilt, which is now two and three. I think a record none of us thought that they would be at this point. Has given up three touchdowns uh, to opposing defenses alone the last three games. Spotted Kentucky 21 points and just did not look good in, in a loss to Kentucky at home last Saturday. But this matchup has been interesting. Commodores nearly pulled the upset in Columbia a year ago, and we have seen some crazy things happen when these two teams match up in Nashville, Blaine.
1: We have. Uh, I do think that these are two programs that are in totally different places when it comes from a program standpoint in terms of maturity and in terms of uh, having an identity of what they are. Because I'll tell you what, we talked about it all offseason season. Chris with Missouri and how experienced they are on that defensive side of the ball. And they've played okay defensively, but my goodness, the offense and Brady Cook have just been fantastic. And I think it's going to be tough uh, early on for that to be matched. We'll see what Vanderbilt can do offensively. They do get this one at home, but it's going to be, it's going to be make for an interesting matchup. Lots of good players and playmakers on the field, even on the Vandy side. Uh, definitely some some guys they got on offense that can do do some good things. So I've decided to
0: break this one down. When Missouri has the ball, the Tigers have been scoring thirty and a half points a game. Vandy giving up thirty two point four, although several of those are turnovers run back the other way, so they're not on the defense. Missouri running the ball fifty five percent of the time, averaging four point seven yards per rushing play. Vandy giving up four point nine. Missouri has been super efficient in the passing game. 9.3 yards per passing play. Vandy giving up six and a half. Turnover rates. Missouri turning it over 0.8% of the time. That is elite. Vanderbilt is forcing turnovers on 2.4% of the snaps. I thought Vandy's defense actually played better last week. The 45 points against Kentucky were sort of a mirage in terms of, of judging the defense that way because, again, Two of them were were pick sixes, and another one was the ball that started at the 11. So, Vandy's defense got a little bit better last week. But, look, we'll get to Missouri's defense in a minute. As good as they've been, the offense doesn't have to be that great. It just has to be able to move the ball. And I think the way Brady Cook is throwing it, the way Luther Burden is making plays when he gets it, and the way they're not turning it over, that is a great reason Missouri is 4-0.
1: Oh no doubt, and I mean they had five. They had five hundred forty-two yards of offense against against Memphis. I mean, they, they you know they're they are moving the ball. They are being productive. Uh, they are doing more than their part. And they had they had three hundred fifty-six passing yards against Kansas State two weeks ago. This is going to be yeah. a daunting task for Vanderbilt to take on Luther Burden. I think is the most athletic guy on the entire field. Brady Cook is playing tremendous. Uh, you you talk about Missouri. One big question was okay. Can they run the football? Can they get things going? Well, Schrader and 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 Pete had a good game, uh, good game against Memphis. They finished with over 200 yards rushing as a team. So I think you've just got an Eli Drinkwitz offense with Kirby Moore as the offensive coordinator now that is starting to hum along. And I don't th- see things being any different. I know Vanderbilt as as like you said has a little bit more athleticism on that side of the ball than they did a year ago, and Tried to bow their back at times and, and and gave Kentucky some some fits, creating a couple of turnovers of their own. But still, uh, I, I think you're facing a whole different animal in the Missouri Tigers yeah. this weekend.
0: Missouri's defense will be the best unit we see on the field Saturday, giving up 20.8 points a game. Vanderbilt's offense scoring 33.4. Missouri is – excuse me, Vanderbilt is throwing the ball 58% of the time where it is getting 6.9 yards per pass play, has some explosive potential with it, with a group of really nice receivers, not running the ball very well, 4.3 yards per rush play against a slate of defenses that, that frankly, other than Kentucky, has not been very good. The big issue for Vandy, turnovers. That has cost them. I don't even know how many points uh, and, and how much field position – the last couple of games, but the Commodores are turning it over 3.3% of the time, which would rank as I think the SEC's worst Missouri, the only forcing turnovers on 1.1% of the plays uh, Missouri though does get after the passer a little bit. It's gotten 12 sacks. Fandy's given up 10. Uh, I think the Commodores, if they are going to have any shot at an upset are going to have to avoid turnovers. And I'm very curious to see, I think A.J. Swan starts if he's healthy. He was favoring an elbow last week against Kentucky, and they've got Ken Seals as that backup, who was the starter two years ago. I'll be very interested interested to see who makes the start, and if Swan is not playing well, do they make a switch at some point to Ken Seals? going to be – you know, the thing that year is we were
1: – with A.J. Swan here because – he valued the football, you know, he, he didn't, there, there weren't a whole lot of turnovers and we thought, Hey, that's a, that's a good sign for a really young player playing in the sec. That has not been the case on harm's way. Maybe be pressing a little bit. Who knows if there is an injury, Ken Seals has a lot of experience. So maybe that calms things down. I mean, you saw in the, saw in the NFL, uh, on Sunday Ash young has been terrible for, Panthers, or Andy Dalton comes in and looks good, experienced guy for things like that. So maybe the same effect could come into play if they, if they do go that way. Or or Swan is, I just don't think you're going to have Vanderbilt be able to consistently be able to move the football to be able to extend drives well enough for you know put Missouri. Frankly, I'm the line only 12. I know Missouri is more of a, we're going to be efficient. We're going to, we're going to do, do things uh, in a, in a methodical manner, but I think they'll hit some big plays um, on the offensive side. And I, I don't think Vandy will be able to hit enough big plays offensively against a very senior laden Missouri defense.
0: Well, the the matchup that I think is lopsided is Missouri's defensive line and Vandy's offensive line. Vanderbilt's offensive line is just not protected. It's not open gaps in the run. Missouri is fast and physical and active, and I, I just think that's where this game probably gets won. Okay, a couple other things, Blaine. Penalties, Vanderbilt averaging 48 yards a game, Missouri 47. Special teams, Missouri not very good, ranking 92nd in the country. Having said that, Harrison Nevis hit a 61 yard field goal to win a game two weeks ago. Uh, they've got Luther Burden if they need to use him in the return game. Vany 12th in the country in special teams. Got a great punter in Matt Hayball. Uh, they blocked a couple of punts this year. Been pretty efficient in, in field goals, except for the one they really needed two weeks ago. So there's that. Okay, we're breaking it down. I think that line opened at 10 and a half. So I guess it's now up to 12. We're doing this on Sunday night with an over-under of 56 and a half. Let me plug that in here. Okay, that makes for a predicted final of 34-22 in Missouri's favor. Uh, Let's see, ESPN's FPI with the home field advantage of three points for Vandy, uh, which, look, Vanderbilt's not drawing flies in terms of its own fans. That makes Missouri a 12-point favorite, according to FPI, 14 according to SP Plus, and 10 according to Sagarin. Average that up, that's about a 12-point Missouri victory, which unless Vanderbilt can clean it up, that seems low.
1: Yeah, does seem low to me. I think you have a Missouri team that I would argue, Chris, is maybe the most complete team we've seen week in and week out, especially taking in the competition that they faced in Kansas State and Memphis in the SEC, bar none. I think there's been lapses on both sides of the ball at different times for Georgia and, and for Alabama and for Texas a m Missouri has played complimentary football the entire year and has yeah. gotten excellent play out of Brady Cook. They have a tremendous playmaker in Luther Burden. They're running the ball better with Schrader and, and Pete. And you got guys like Johnny Walker Jr. over there on the defense getting after it. And of course, those elite corners with Abrams Drain and Rakestraw. I like them a lot. I think Eli Drinkwitz taking the step back, being a more CEO of this program and, and being able to, to look, check all the boxes has paid off. I like Missouri to win this one and win it big.
0: All right, we are previewing every single SEC game involving FBS teams this year. Best way to get that, hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. That helps our analytics. For Blaine Gilmer, I'm Chris Lee. We are Southeastern 14. We'll see you again soon.